Oh, oh, oh. oh no. Oh no no no. He's back. He's back. What's up? Hello people of uh of uh this uh, app of this world. Then just make sure. Hello? Yep, okay, still recording. Alright, cool. Sheesh, he's back. What's up my party people? What is up my lovelies? What is up? What is up? What is up? It is I, Matt, from the not so hit but hit podcast, Processing Matt. Or, or I guess this would be purely insane, but from the channel or whatever you want to call it, uh, Processing Matt. It's a true, it's a true wonder. It is. It's beautiful. It is what it is. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. But for this episode. Hopefully things aren't too loud. Um, it is aw, It is a gorgeous day. I wish I could just have my window down. Um, I know audio hasn't changed. Nothing. I know I took like a really big hiatus. Uh, mostly unplanned because I didn't realize, realize how busy I was going to be when I got back. I didn't think it was going to be. I knew it was going to be purely insane. Ha ha ha. But I didn't know it was going to be this like uh, crazy of like stuff. Like I'm, I'm just so busy at school this this uh, semester and this year, uh, but I hope it's not busy, or pff, I hope it's not uh, too loud. My car has gotten progressively louder as uh, it ages, and it, it seems like, I mean, I the thing with me going to college is like I don't drive as much, so it feels weird or like sound, sound different, uh, you know, from, you know, taking a break from driving for like two weeks, you're like, huh, do car, do, does my car sound like that when I, when I drive? You know, does it always sound like that? Um, so that's my big thing. Um, but yeah, so we're, so we're back. Um, I don't know, you know, if, if I'm going to have a specific schedule or anything. I'm just kind of doing it when I want to do it. I think I said that last time, maybe. Goodness gracious, when was last time? I know it was a morning drive. This one, I actually have a destination for y'all. I'm back up at school. I'm in PA. I'm in northern PA. There's a lovely state park called Hills Creek State Park. Um, and today that is where I just was at. Um, this is post hike, post like little walk. And that is what we're going to be talking about today, folks. We are going to be talking about hobbies, hiking specifically, and just the importance of being outdoors. Uh, I think this is going to, I know it was purely insane as in like I'm talking to myself and I don't really have any topics. I didn't come to the floor, like I don't have anything written out with me. Um, these are just things that I think should be talked about. Um, or I want to talk about, not even that should, like they should be talked about obviously, but, um, that this is something that I personally want to talk about. So I'm leaving Hills Creek right now. I'm on my drive back to my school, AKA my home. Cause I live there. I got my own room. It's very nice. Very nice. Okay. I don't know what the heck that person was doing, but yeah, the park entrance here is a little wonky. I will say it's a little terrifying. I came here last night, like in, like no joke, in the middle of the night. I was bored, so I was like, yeah, might, might as well. And I was going star watching. Oh my goodness, the, the stars up here are fantastic. They're phenomenal, first of all. Second off, second of all, second off, second of all. Sure, we'll go with that one. Um, you know, I just want, I was like, huh, I like really, I came here before, like briefly, but I never like came here you know like I never had the experience also I got my teeth I don't know if that was a thing last time um, I just made a whistling sound by accident with my teeth because it's still kind of new it's still kind of new for me I still um, talking is a little bit weird um, sometimes with some words 
my S's, they, uh, they're still not fully filled in yet. Like there's, I still go back and I get them. There's like a cast that they put in it to permanently hold them in. They have like a temporary glue, but we don't need to know about that. No one, no one cares. No one cares, right? No one cares. Um, so we're driving back. It was beautiful. So today's topic, first one, hobbies, the importance of hobbies or sports or no, I wouldn't even say sports. I'd say hobbies, right? Because I feel, you know, if you're not in a sport or if you even are playing a sport, um, personally, I feel playing a sport, having hobbies is more important than if you don't play a sport and having hobbies. Now, I think everyone should have hobbies, right? But I think it's most important for people to play sports. I was, I was like a multi-sport athlete growing up. And then um, after middle school, I like really defined myself to playing lacrosse. I played lacrosse all year round. I played in summer, spring, fall, winter, like the whole shebang. I did all of it, right? Um, and it was fun, but I remember like after 10th grade, I had my best year of lacrosse after like all four seasons, right? I was, we were starting again, you know, it was, um, everything was rolling. It was summer league for my you know, you know, my final summer league for 10th grade, right? I was going into 11th grade, grade after the summer league. I was in two All-American tournaments. Like, you just sign up. You don't have to be an All-American to get in, um, but you can become an All-American when you are drafted throughout the tournament. That's how it works. They pull people in um, who, you know, continue on to the round. And I continued on to, like, the second round, and then my name got cut out, which was fine. I was in 10th grade. I didn't expect anything from it. But it's good if you if you want scholarships or college looks or just to get your name out there and stuff like that, which it, it helps. Like, you don't have to be, like, you know, the best freaking person in the entire world. I got a bunch of looks. I got a, some offers. I still have some guy uh, every once in a while who will email me from a, um, a nice school up in New York, the state of New York, who emails at me every once in a while. He's like, hey, like, you ever, like, you know, just email me, come up, practice or whatever. Nice guy. Um... But, you know, I was so drawn in. But after that, you know, summer season or during that summer season, I just kind of fell out of it. And I didn't even know what it was until my 11th grade year. I just was kind of feeling like down. And I was like, lacrosse is fun. And I love lacrosse. But it just felt like something was missing, right? And I don't mean to sound cheesy in that regard, but it was so true. Because I like, I didn't want, I don't want to say I devoted my life, but I devoted a lot of my time to lacrosse. And that was it. Like, I didn't do anything else. You know, every once in a while, if someone was like, let's grab a soccer ball and go play. Like, I would go play and, you know, kick around the soccer ball or shoot hoops or, like, I'd, you know, I was working out and stuff. Um, but it was that and work, and that was pretty much it. Like, I, my schedule was I would wake up, go to, go to school right after. I'd uh, go to lacrosse practice. You know, this was 11th grade year. I'd go to lacrosse practice. I'd come home, I'd do homework, and if I wasn't doing home, or if, like I had that day free, I was doing homework, if I didn't, I was going right to work, and then I was staying at work till like 12 to sometimes 2 a.m., um, and that was just my cycle, like it, it felt literally like a cycle, I didn't really have anything else besides that, or out of that, because I wasn't like, um, like I had friends and stuff like that, but like, I didn't really have like a big group of friends or anything, um, in high school, maybe that's maybe that's another topic for another time, right? Um, that could be one that we talk about. Um, but so, I finally found, or I finally decided, because I kept on seeing videos, and it was like something I wanted to do 
all my entire life and my parents were just unsure of it and I understand because it is dangerous like it's in in quote like it's not safe you know never you know adventure sports risk sports all those types of different sports and you know um, extreme sports in quotes I'm using air quotes with pretty much all of these even though they are so some of them most of them are I wanted to start skateboarding and I was like really set on skateboarding it just looked fun I had done it with my friends before I knew some stuff about it I you know um, and I wanted to skateboard and I was like yo mom dad like I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go like get a skateboard or look into getting one and they're like oh don't do that like just immediately kind of shot it down and like I understand why they do that I completely understand that um, they're like you know if you get hurt like you're not not gonna play lacrosse you're not gonna be able to finish the cross out and like stuff like that and I was like yeah I was like okay and like blah 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 and like literally a week later I bought a skateboard and I came home and my mom was pissed and my dad was like low-key pissed and I understand why they were pissed because I, I went behind their back but also like I was 18 at the time so I wasn't you know I was independent as in the sense of like the law I guess or whatever but I was still living under the roof so I, I understand it but it's not really something that affects them under their roof right um, you know uh, like if I buy a skateboard it's not like I got drunk at the house or, or something like that you know I, I feel like you you might understand what I'm saying like I bought a skateboard I didn't like buy a pet that's going to like poop all over their house or pee all over their house that's a better analogy or you know um, example uh, than just getting drunk but uh, I didn't do it like my skateboard just stays in my car even right now it's in my car it's in my trunk right now and uh, I, I wanted to skateboard so I just started skateboarding and it was good I got I got pretty good fast like I was just phenomenal at riding it like I just that's what I wanted to do that's why I bought it um, and then I bought a skateboard specifically because I was like well if I want to learn tricks then I have the skateboard I don't have to buy like a longboard just for riding and a skateboard for tricks and riding right so I made that decision and like I tried to learn some you know I tried I learned the ollie and like you know I learned how to kickflip and I learned how to shove it and pop shove it and um uh and stuff like that ollie up and down off a curb uh, onto a curb and off of a curb uh and you know and then I got really good at riding and then I started bombing hills because that's something I loved which is even more dangerous I'd say than maybe tricking because like no nah, I don't know I don't know which one is more dangerous but um they're both equally probably dangerous and I just did it and I felt good again um I felt um quote-unquote complete again right I found something that I really liked doing that was outside of what my you know I was exposed to or told like this is what you should be doing or you know stuff like that people were like play this these sports and these are like the only things that exist it was like that you know you had soccer for me I came from like a decently big school so you know we still had a lot of opportunities for sports so we had volleyball um, field hockey, ice hockey, soccer, football, lacrosse, baseball, softball, um, rugby, like a club rugby team. And then we had clubs too and stuff like that. And so there was a lot there, but that's what I was confined to, it almost felt like. Like everything else was just no. It was like, nah, you don't like, no. Right? And I also grew up in more of a, a suburban area, but still very urban in the sense of like, there's not like, a lot of rocks or anything like that and it was like oh like when you went hiking you went on like a mile hike you know and most of the time it was for once again um, one of my friends said something to me about this because they listened to it they're like I felt attacked I don't mean to attack anyone right 
but you know what you do with your time or whatever is what you do like I you know this that's the whole point of this conversation that we're um, having right now and about to have is like you know it was most of the time when you were doing those hikes it was like hike you hike in with like your friends and stuff you smoke and then you go on your lovely way right um, so that's what it pretty much was and it was just tiny hikes tiny little loop hikes which is fine where I'm going to talk about that but it just wasn't for the outdoors the reason of the outdoors you know for the outdoors it was for you know not getting in trouble being sneaky and hiding and, or, or whatever like that maybe it was for the outdoors even you just like smoking in the outdoors okay you know that's fine you do you but I just didn't like that um, and those were kind of the trails that I was exposed to and once again I felt confined and when I found skateboarding did my own thing and I was like holy shit excuse my language holy shit there's all this like there's a whole it was like there's a whole new like world of sports and things I can do I got really into hiking my 11th grade year um, I got back into biking because I was I was big into biking that's like one thing that my parents like were like oh yeah we'll buy you a bike like everyone bikes right and that, was, that was their like thought process I guess but I even pushed the limits on that like I would bike for like 20 to 30 miles a day right after school like earlier in my uh, high school career career <laughs> um, but uh, so that's what I was kind of allowed to do I found skateboarding got really into that loved it then I found whoop, state trooper got someone I saw this guy coming in um, then I found after that I was watching YouTube and I, w I wanted to get back into lifting because I, ca I kind of got a little bit out of lifting um, if I'm going to be completely honest um, and I got out of that a little bit and so I sorry I was just going around the cop uh, I got out of lifting so I wanted to get back into lifting and there's this guy or these two guys great both of them phenomenal um, Tom Boyden and Juji Mufu who I just absolutely adored like they're funny they made me want to lift they inspired me and so I started watching them again and I found a video of them um, once again it always was in my life as in I was exposed to it at a young age uh, rock climbing I found this rock climber Magnus Mitbo that they did a collab vid with and I you know subscribed to Magnus and I watch him and then you know I found bouldering Bobbit Bobat uh, you know Eric Carlson and, uh, and a whole you know group of them that now do it right and so I, I started watching them and I was like oh I want to get into rock climbing and that was probably like 12th grade year right um, now I know we're skipping a lot we're skipping around a lot here I was like I want to do that and I was like, Mansfield, the play, my, my university that I go to, Mansfield University of Pennsylvania, not of Ohio, um, which is like a big thing for some reason in PA in Ohio. Um, I was like, oh, they have a rock climbing wall. Got into rock climbing. My parents were, my parents were more sure of it then because they were like, you're not playing you know, a sport in college, which that was a whole ordeal. And I got into that. And then I realized the importance of that because I still was skateboarding. I was rock climbing. I was doing all these different sports, really got into hiking, went on, you know, hiked part of the Appalachian Trail, was doing a lot of um, day hikes by myself, like, you know, um, nine mile loops and stuff like that, eight mile, five mile loops, um, you know, five mile ins and outs, and just, I was doing it for uh, car cardio and conditioning, I would just do a weighted pack and walk around my neighborhood during COVID, I would go to the ski resort and I'd do their slopes for you know my legs I got a little bit into lifting I'm COVID kind of affected that but um, I realized the importance of having those hobbies was just like it expands your world it really 
<laughs> and I know that's like so, I guess, uh, everyone used to call me a hippie in high school or whatever, like a little bit of a hippie. So I guess that sounds like a little hippie-ish or whatever. But it's true, you know, you get to make friends, rock climbing friends, hiking friends. Um, you know, you have these different um, groups and you're just expanding your thought process and expanding your knowledge. Because I learned a lot from all those sports, right? I never did a super high risk sport like rock climbing. You know, we're like, when you rock climb, you typically go like above 20 feet, right? Um, not all the time. If you're doing bouldering, which I started with bouldering at our rock climbing wall, and then I went to top roping. Um, and I was introduced as a kid, but you know, I wasn't that great at it, and it just wasn't something that was accessible. And I came back to it, and I really liked it, right? And so, um, you know, climbing up these big things, I realized there was some risk involved, but I was like, you know what, whatever. Like, I'm gonna learn how to properly do it, all these things, and now I know, like, some risk management you know that's what they call it it's not safety management because there's it's not safe it's not a safe thing to do you it's risky it's risky business right and you know air quotes around that too but it is it's risky business um, and you know you learn how to manage those risks and mitigate those risks and um, and you know I got to learn the different knots and how to climb and climbing techniques and you know it made me stronger I was like in the lowest weight I ever was in my um, sophomore year of college because my freshman year of college I went to Hack, a community college um, and you know during that time I was skateboarding a lot and still and I was you know I was very in shape and I had you know my biceps were probably the best that they were in my entire life my lat and my, my lats and my back um, were the best and my shoulders were probably the best in their entire life and I used to have awful and I still do now have shoulder problems but my freshman year um, it was a lot better and even my elbows because of lacrosse you know just over time just getting worn out a little bit um, but it was great because I I learned all these new things I made fr new friends it gave me you know an give me things to do occupy my time occupy my mind my it was physically I don't want to say exhausting but it was um, I had to exert myself physically so it was good for my health my physical health my mental health my emotional health it helped with all that stuff it was an escape from a lot of things um, it was phenomenal, and that's the importance I feel of hobbies and hiking specifically. Why I'm going into hiking is because it's not super high risk, right? It can be that risk with if there is any risk with hiking, which there there are some, right? Um, there's risk in doing anything, like walking. You know, I mean that's what hiking is. It's <laughs> this is gonna piss off a lot of people, but it's glorified walking, right? Um, you know, it's obviously it's different. It's more outdoors. It's more adventure-like, more adventure-driven. Um, and so hiking is super important to me because that's like really the first thing um, besides skateboarding I got to that was in the outdoors, right? And th that's, the, that's more of the focus of like the outdoors, right? Outdoor recreation. I took a class on it and also just the recreation of the outdoors or the outdoors of recreation. It's the recreation of outdoors, but um, recreation. Um, so hiking. Hiking is a part of that group. Sorry, I <laughs> got a little off track. But um, so I started hiking. I just did it casually. I was like, hey, I'm just going to go on a hike just by myself. My parents thought that was weird because usually you go with friends. And I was like, I'm going to go on a hike by myself. And they're like, oh, okay. So I went on a hike. And I really enjoyed it. I was just like outdoors. I felt I was, I was really stressed at the time. Um, my first semester in college, really stressed at the time. And um, I, inst I like didn't instantly feel better, but I felt better. And I just started doing it more often. Then I felt really good at it. And then I was like, okay, I want to get into this. So I was like, who can I talk to? And my dad has a friend. We have a family friend. 
um, <clears throat> that hikes, that has almost hiked the entire Appalachian Trail. He section hikes it, which means you just do a section at a time. You know, it's, it's kind of self-explanatory, but at the same time, it's good to explain things, right? I didn't get it at first. Um, he just does, he picks like 40 miles, so do 40 miles, you know, throughout like what, like uh, three, four days, right? And then he'll go home because some people don't have all the time to just do the whole thing or half of it, you know, so you do what you can and you like add it all up and then in the end you like have hiked pretty much the whole Appalachian Trail. So that's what section hiking is. And he has almost done all of it. He just has literally New England to do, like that area. Um, and so <clears throat> I went to him and I asked him questions and he gave me gear. Luckily, that's why um, I was talking to myself before this or thinking to myself. I was talking to myself, but <laughs> I was thinking to myself before this. I was like, man, like people should get more into hiking because I know like I knew him, which his, we'll call him, uh, Mr. H that's, uh, um, that's his name in this scenario. But Mr. H, he just, uh, he was very kind and he was like, yeah, a lot of hikers just like accumulate gear and then get better gear over time. And he's like, I have all my old gear. You can just have it if you want. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll give you like money. And he was like, no, like it's fine. It's just taking up space. And I met another, um, guy like that that I worked with recently over this uh, over this past summer and he was like oh yeah I hiked the entire Appalachian Trail like I pushed through one push through you know like three three four months he said it took him uh I think around like three and a half to four more so and he was like yeah it's just sitting there now you know I have newer stuff and I don't really use it as much I'm working now um and so he was like you can just have it if you want and I was like you don't want any money for it and he was like no you can just have it which I ended up not taking it because I just didn't simply didn't need it um because then my dad bought um, new hiking stuff for himself, which we share, because um, he doesn't hike as much as I do. But, you know, let me just make sure we're recording still. Yeah, we are. And so I uh, I didn't necessarily want that, but that's the thing, there's a ton of, there's like, there, that's like common. I wouldn't say common, but if not free, because I'm not gonna tell you it's going to be free, but it will be a way reduced price. like. Uh, Mr. H, I was like, I'll give you like, you know, what what price would you want? He was like, well, if I was trying to sell it, I'd just sell it for half of what I bought it, or maybe three uh, three quarters, or or something like that. But he's like, I don't really care, so just have it. Um, so you can find stuff like half off. You know, you probably don't want to buy you know used shoes. You can, of course, but um, or like lightly worn shoes because that's Mr. Haynes, um, <laughs> Mr. Uh, shoot. What was I? I just completely lost my train of thought. But this other guy I used to hike with, um, or knew, uh, <laughs> um, he, uh, he bought shoes and he didn't really like them. And so immediately he was like, oh, I'm just going to like sell them. Like just worn once on one hiking trip and stuff like that. So you can find stuff like that too. But I suggest getting uh, fresh shoes or like super lightly worn shoes. Um, and you know, getting those, uh, and that's the thing about hiking is like you really only need shoes if you're going to start you know on a trail or something if you or like a, a rag pack you know a ragtag pair of shoes that still have like decent grip on the bottom um, that's what I'd suggest and that's the thing hiking is so easy to get into it's just walking and like it's, it's so lovely like today 77 degree day cool breeze you know blue sky beautiful white white like ivory white cloud probably I'm sorry probably even like shiny like polished polished ivory white clouds like beautiful clouds and the sun's out 
it's not so I'm wearing sweats right now because I'm dumb in a long sleeve like thick shirt and I'm not sweating too much and I sweat easily like that maybe that's TMI but um, it's just lovely like I feel great now I was super stressed and like I didn't really I wasn't motivated to do anything or um, anything of that sort of nature and I have like a ton of homework and now I'm just like wow I, like I'm not really stressed at all um, you know and I'm, I'm ready to work and and do stuff and you know be progressive I guess in my own life right and that's really just because I went on this hike and I didn't even plan on really going on the hike and I just I just started going on I just like literally rolled up to Hills Creek State Park and I was like I'm gonna go on this hike and um, got there got in my car and just hiked I don't even really have I don't have hiking shoes on my shoes were not tied the entire time like I just have my slip on and go shoes I just wore those. That's the great part about it. You don't necessarily even need to buy anything. Just literally drive or walk or ride your bike to a place where you want to hike. Find a hiking trail or find something that you want to walk and just walk it or hike it, right? Hiking is more so of like you're on a trail, um, more so in the woods or a wooded area or a grassy area or a way off of paved um, paths or roads, right? That's what hiking is. So, you know, I like that because it takes you away from all of the stuff that's built you can just go more it's like natural it's nice you hear but like i heard a bird i've never heard before today like a chir the chirp of it and i was like whoa i was like that's crazy to me you know that's so cool and um so that it just really lightened me up like i was like wow this is nice I, then i just started thinking i was like why do more people not do this right it's so easy to get into like you don't even in like if you struggle with finding places to go right around you there's there's an app for it got I have all trails shout out to all trails um, this isn't sponsored by anything but hey, all trails if you want to sponsor this I use I use your product all the time all trails mountain project by REI like that's how I find my trails that's how I find places to climb and, and stuff like that outdoors right and it's so easy download and like literally it's just like um, allow location while using boop click that you open the app up uh, like it restarts the app you open the app up or something like that and it shows you all the trails around your area um, and it's so nice and it, it'll give you a description it'll show you the elevation change and it's free you can buy um, you can you know purchase specific maps then to go offline and, and download and stuff like that but when you're online or you have data or you know whatever um, you can just throw it in your GPS if you don't mind using your data on your GPS to get to the place that you have to go Then that's all you need to do you plug it in at home You throw on your data for your GPS and you just drive turn on you, you know turn it off and then drive home after you're done with your hike It's, it's that simple. It's that easy. It's great um, And most of the time like there's probably a hike uh, like a decent good hike around you That's probably like within 15 miles of your house <clears throat> Which is a short drive and if not, then you might have to drive out, right, to go get to it. But it's so important. Make it a weekend thing. For me, I was lucky. I had a lot of trails around me within that 50-mile uh, radius. So I could go. I went, like, every day. And it was just, it was so good for me. It was so good for my mental health. It was so good for everything. And I really, really think um, people should get into it. If you're looking for a hobby and looking for a new hobby, find, go into hiking. And if you've, if you've done hiking, try climbing. And if you tried climbing... Uh, you know, let's really switch it up here. Go to skateboarding, go to acrobatics or tricking outside, um, or you know, just find something new. Always, always be expanding with your hobbies and your knowledge and, and 
finding stuff to do. That's what, it's so important. It's so important. I couldn't even stress it more to you. It's so important. And I found, I think it's very important. So now going to the outdoor part of it, right? There's, there's three segments. So hobbies, hiking, and then the outdoors. Um, in my outdoor rec class, we looked into a lot of, um, what, what, do, what do the outdoors, like why go outside, right? Um, what do the outdoors do for us? Uh, what's the purpose of going outside? What's the purpose of outdoor recreation? Why do we have it? Of course, like some people find it fun, but you know, why do it outside? Cause I could just rock climb inside. I could just, I could just walk around the track inside, you know? I mean, that's kind of obviously obvious why, I feel that's obvious why I would go um, outdoors. But there's the argument, well, it rains. Well, you can, can't control the weather. Well, um, animals and this and bugs and mosquitoes and, temperature and stuff like that and that's very that's all very true good points made um but so we looked into it right so some of it is for enjoyment some people like the outdoors more right um some people say that they're they it's they feel more connected right um when you're in something man-made man-built um you know in a in a house or a gym or something like that right you don't get that full experience you don't get that fresh air quote unquote right um and so it takes away from some of the experience that you have, which I feel that to be true for me personally. Um, but also, we then looked into a study of, that was done. And it was like, does, um, can the outdoors, can um, the outdoors, uh, and I, I don't, I'm not going to quote any facts here, as in like specific quantitative facts, so with numbers and percentages, but um, they were they were relevant and in the in the paper that we were given in the research paper that we were given but i just don't have that paper on me so i don't want to misquote anything and i don't know who exactly did the study i can't remember off the top of my head it's back in my room but there was a research uh or a study done on does does the outdoors affect your like mental uh you know does it does it help with stress does it help with your mental capacity of stress and mental you know what you know some people say anxiety and depression and stuff like that um, and I don't want to say stuff like that diminishing anything right I never mean to diminish anyone uh, uh, when I say stuff like that or you know um, etc right and I never mean to like you know try to lower lower anything or anyone else sorry I was clicking my windows if you heard that um, rolling them up because they it kind of sounds like it might be loud but so we looked at that right and there were studies done and it's shown that even 15 minutes, 15 minutes outside can just make a person feel better. So a big study that was done in New York, um, I believe New York, New York City, excuse me, New York City, um, and other places like it, right, done nationwide, um, they looked at like, hey, like when you go on your lunch break, do you go outside, do you sit inside? And the people who went outside typically felt better then when they went back to work or they felt like they could handle work better or they were less stressed at work when they went outside maybe for their lunch break or just for a 15 minute walk or um or just any any amount of time and then like the longer you out, you are outdoors and outside whatever that is right you could just be sitting in your lawn sitting on your lawn excuse me in your lawn sheesh on your lawn or you know going on a hike or doing or going on a walk and stuff like that and then physical activity plus the outdoors had an even better increase right so that someone you know people who uh lived in new york um on their lunch break they just went to you know if it was close to central park or a park in general they would just walk through the park and i think philadelphia as well 
They would just walk through like little nature parks and nature trails in the parks, and then they go back to work. And you know they weren't sweaty, so this is like the hiking thing. They weren't sweaty. Um, it wasn't high intensity, right? But it got them out. It was mentally for their mental health. It was so good. Shout out to hiking for their physical health. It was so good. Shout out to hiking, right? Um, it does increase your breathing rate a little bit. Um, it increases, you know, your digestion of your food if you just ate, if you're on a lunch break or something. And then it's better for you mentally. It makes you mentally happier. It, it diminishes stress or helps you handle it or forget about it for a little bit and then come back refreshed and ready to go, right? That's what, <clears throat> that's what it, um, the people who reported to feel better and feel less stressed when they did that. And the more time you spend outdoors, um, and doing more physical activity, even just like walking out outdoors or hiking outdoors, the better those people felt and the more increased they said that they, you know, the more better they felt and the less stressed they felt. Um, so it shows that being outside and doing these things, like it benefits you. There's a value in it, right? And some people even say, now this was talked about briefly in the study or a little bit, um, and what I can remember, is that being outside also helps your circadian rhythm, right? Um, so your circadian rhythm is like, when it's light out, you are awake. When it's dark out, or uh, dark is simulated or stimulated, um, or lack of simulation because it is dark on your eyes, or on your occipital lobe, excuse me, um, that, you know, that helps with your circadian rhythm. So you go outside, it's light. Woo, okay, great, this is where we're bound to be up. But if you stay inside, you're staring at a screen and dim in your house, it's kind of messing with your mind, right? It's like, okay, what are what time day is it? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? What the heck is going on? Um, and so it helps with that. And then on top of all of this, right? On top of all of that, you can actually be, um, goodness gracious, it's the term slipped my head, but basically you can be deprived of outdoor recreation. So there was then another study within like this big uh, major study that they did with outdoor recreation. There's this sub-study of it that, um, or its own study that looked at kids, um, you know, kids growing up. And they looked at kids who um, were active in the outdoors and kids who weren't so active in the outdoors and how that affected them, how did they feel, you know, what, what went on in their head, what was their, you know, mentally, what, you know, what, um, what affected them and what didn't affect them or what you know what did they see that changed them and what didn't change them uh, through stress levels major traumatic or stressed events uh, is what they looked at and they saw that in correlation that kids who are stressed or I'm sorry outdoor recreational deprived so they don't go in the outdoors that much um, that they could not their mental capacity for traumatic or stressful events was much lower than kids who were exposed to the outdoors who went to the outdoors um, and then there's a lot of statistical stuff that I could go into that I'm not going to bore you with like people who um, live urbanly so they live in an urban environment uh, specifically like New York City Philadelphia I come from Har Harrisburg I'm not like super um, into the uh, like downtown but I'm more suburban um, but people who live in those areas uh, you know those kids tended to be the ones who weren't exposed to outdoors or outdoor recreation or being in the outdoors right so um, they their mental capacity for and I don't want to say mental capacity because that could be uh, related or translated to something um, mean or hurtful or something and I'm not going into that I'm just saying that uh, 
their capacity for stress or major traumatic events was much lower than kids who went outdoors because they they had those experiences and that <clears throat> gave them joy and it helped them um, you know stress relieving and that also was done with their attitudes so did kids have very you know did they were they out you know were they like out to you know make your day miserable as a teacher or not not necessarily that they're not like purposely trying it right um, but you know were they were they little troublemakers or were they did they have a worse attitude about stuff or did they have a stressed like induced attitude almost like they're like oh, oh my gosh like ah, let's go crazy right because I know I was one of those kids and I didn't get outside enough um, and I was, I was kind of a little troublemaker when I was home or like push the limits not like too much but um, and even like when I was a teenager, right? When I when I was just doing lacrosse, which lacrosse was outside for most of the day, I was like, I need more and stuff like that. You know, did they get in trouble in school? Did they get in trouble with their parents or this and that? And if they did, what what you know, like, you know how bad was it or something like that? And they saw that there was a lot of attitude problems and uh, problem like you know, you know problems with that and uh, for kids who are deprived of outdoor recreation or just the outdoors in general. And so what I'm trying to say is. Go outdoors, people. If it's for 15 minutes, if it's for five minutes, if you going on a smoke break or something, I don't know. You know, I hope you're not smoking. No offense to anyone who does, but I hope you're not smoking. But if you are, go outside. Enjoy the outdoors. Take, you know, if you're not, then you know, take a 15 minute walk. Take a five minute walk. If you have, if you are able or allowed, take your lunch outside. Take your lunch break outside. I don't know how long it is. Maybe it's 15 minutes. Maybe it's usually 30 to an hour or 45 minutes. Take it outside. Eat outside. Oh, eating outside is so freaking great, especially right now. Right? You have. It's like you don't even want to be indoors. Right? You were cooped up indoors, or you still are cooped up indoors. Um, or, you know, it's better to be out. It's better to be breathing that fresh air and have that separation of people through the outdoors. If you socially distance outside, oh my goodness, it's great, right? Oh, I love getting that. I love going from, you know, I don't love it because I wish it, you know, obviously I wish everything was normal and blah, blah, blah. Um, but having that mask on, you know, where I work, having that mask on and then stepping outside and taking that mask off and feeling that fresh air, oh, Bro, that is like, that's better than anything, dude. That is better than anything. Even like without the mask, if like I'm indoors um, or like in my own room or whatever and I just go outside, oh, dude, that fresh air, woo, gets me going, man. Like I'm ready to, I'm ready to do some stuff. I don't know, what time is it? 38 minutes. Wow, this, this has been a really good conversation, really consecutive, really good, really pushed it. Um, if you like this, let me know. I don't know, somehow, like if you're... Uh, one of my friends who listens to this or you know, someone who knows me text me call me whatever let me know if you are a person just listening out in the world I don't know who you are uh, let me also know um, I don't know if there's comments on your platform I don't know if I'll receive those comments personally uh, you know anchors great I love it it makes it easy to make a po podcast but I've been struggling with like uh, like who who watches it? Are comments left? Is it liked? I don't like I don't know what that what all that entails, right? But this is just where I make my plat. This is the platform that I make my podcast on. Anchor, shout out to Anchor, love you. Um, so if I'll try to figure it out, maybe if you do comment, it will pop up. I don't know if anyone has commented. I'm sorry if I miss your comment or you feel you know neglected in the sense of like I commented and you didn't say anything or do anything. I'm sorry. 
but go outside uh, let me know if you like this better than the purely insane before where I was like ah, story 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 where it's more driven I think this is I think personally this is better I would want to listen to this more so um, and I think next uh, next topic I'll do I don't want to say because it kind of just is like whatever I'm thinking of and I'm like I want to go make a podcast about that that's typically what what happens that's what this was today but go outside um, find new hobbies uh, they don't all have to be outdoors right you know you don't want to be outdoors all the time right being indoors is perfectly fine you, you know shelter is um, pretty big big key into living uh, not necessarily like you don't have to have one right um, you could have a tent or just like camp under a pavilion so I guess that's not um, technically shelter but like you don't want to be out in the middle of a field in winter is what I'm trying to get at so um, you know that it's important to have that that you know indoor hobbies as much as outdoor hobbies but uh, maybe I'm biased but outdoor hobbies come on like they're pretty they're pretty great they're pretty great and there's a there's you know with the whole thing about being important to the outdoors and lack of outdoor recreation or lack of being in the outdoors um, which is kind of how I feel society that's a whole different thing I feel like that's the road that society's going down um, that's one thing that I've always told people who are younger than me, go outside, 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 just be outside, do something in your backyard, your front yard, wherever your parents will let you go, freaking go outside. If it is outdoors, go there, do it. Um, and from the kids that like I've grown up with, uh, I've seen you know kids who stay more inside, I tend to break, you know, our friendships aren't as good as, as the kids who go outside. Uh, that's not like a study that I've done, but that's just something I've noticed. And the kids that I used to watch, you know, growing up, like babysit, um, they're very outdoorsy kids, very sport. They like sports, outdoors, and they, you know, they're happy. I don't think I've ever seen them super sad. Um, they're just like really driven kids too. Like they like doing stuff. Like they, you know, compared to some other kids that more indoors, they're still very happy, right? They're happy kids, but they just. I don't want to say aren't as driven because I know a ton of kids who are driven who do stuff indoors, right? It's just about doing stuff. Keep your keep your body, your mind, your emotion, you, you know, all of that active. Excuse me, all of that active, right? It's about being active um, mentally or physically. I personally choose to do all that activity stuff outdoors. Uh, I think the outdoors are very important. I suggest that you go out, go out today, go out tomorrow, go out when you can. Don't be afraid to don't be afraid to run in the rain as a 20 year old guy a beard uh <clears throat> me don't be afraid to go run in the rain and jump in a puddle because it's fun as fun as hell um excuse my language it is fun you know go outside when it rains run through the rain you know look at the sky look at the stars go out during the night go out during the day you know be safe obviously be be safe and mitigate your risks and um the unsafe practices right um just do you and if you're not sure how to text someone who does it and if you and if you don't have anyone who does it which would really surprise me like goes outside a lot then just look it up right I, how did I get into rock climbing and how did I know like what I needed and all that stuff is I looked it up I watched a YouTube video or you know looked up on Google and like if you want to you know camp somewhere and you want to have a fire um, depending on where you are in the country or in the world uh, you know, fire safety is a whole different thing. I was curious about that in my state of PA. I looked up on DCNR, which is the which is the state, um, the Department of Natural Conservation of Resources, I believe. And DC, oh wait, 
Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. There you go, DCNR, right? That's PA's like state, um, state what office? What program? Program? Office? Office? Department? Department? State Department? Geez, it's right in the name. State Department for all of that kind of stuff, and they can give you that. Um, and I just looked up like, hey, like, uh, can I have a? Can I, you know, create a campfire on state game lands, this, 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 or just state game lands, or state park, or this and that, and like, even, usually if you go to state parks, or national parks, or anything like that, they have that information out there, where you can ask a park ranger, but if you're not, you can surely look it up, it's pretty easy to find, links will pop up, make sure it's a reliable source, so like, the DCNR website, .gov, or, um, you know, something like that. You know, don't go, don't just go to a blog like, hey man, I was camping out, and, you know, in here, and I just made a fire, and it seemed pretty cool. Like nothing caught on fire. Like, you know, make sure it's reliable in the sense. But I don't want to like down downgrade anything and say like, you know, oh man, I don't even know where I was going with that point. But like, I don't want to like downgrade anyone or whatever, or make it seem like it's super hard or it's super official. Because really it's not. I just looked it up real quick and it was like, oh, I can have a campfire? Cool. It, um, you know, the fire watch has to be below this, like a medium or whatever. It was low that day. It had just rained. And I just made a little fire right there, you know, right there when I was camping. And it was great. That's it. It was easy. It was super easy. So do it, please. Go outside. Enjoy. Um, find hobbies. You know, I'm saying outdoor hobbies. They can really be anything. But personally, uh, you know, they're fun to me. So... I think they'd be fun to other people because I see other people doing them and, and enjoying it. Um, I work at a rock climbing wall, an indoor one, obviously, you, know, you know, an indoor rock climbing wall. And I tell people all the time, oh, come rock climbing. Like, just try it out. Like, you don't even have to like it or anything like that, right? Just come try it out. And they're like, oh, man, like, where is it? How much do I have to pay? As a student through our university, it's free. People come, you show up, you sign a waiver, right? You look over that waiver, you're like, you're fine with with what it states and stuff says like that basically it's just like a liability form that says like hey if by the off chance that you get hurt you can't sue us that's what it says you know obviously your insurance and stuff are, are, are perfectly intact and fine with that but um <laughs> but basically you know they come they sign it they they show up they're like okay what do i do and like usually they're in a crappy mood um and we start climbing and they're like wow this is actually kind of fun um, you know, whether it's bouldering or top roping, usually it's top roping that kids come and try. Because um, bouldering is more on the riskier side, right? You don't have a rope uh, and you only go up to a certain feet uh, amount, like height. And then you either um, climb down or jump down. We have the mats below it. Um, but most people try top roping and they come and they're, you know, even people who are afraid of heights. I had a lot of people come who are afraid of heights who try it and they were like, oh, that's not bad. That's fun. And I'm like, hey, you want to try another one? Why not? Like, you know. And they're like, oh yeah, sure. And then they really like it. And they're like, oh, this is fun. I'm gonna bring my friends back to this, or I'll be back like sometime, like maybe not like next week or every week, but like they come back. They they like it. And you know, so try something new. Don't be afraid to push push your little limit or, or anything like that, right? Obviously, don't don't go jumping off a cliff into like a pond or anything like that, right? You know, be be sensible and be safe. Uh, but try 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 different stuff. Try try something new. Um, love life, experience it, right? There's a lot out there to do and to experience, so do it, you know? And uh, that's my spiel for today. Uh, thank you for all of you who tuned in. Um, I'm still going to do the music thing. I, I remembered today. I remembered. I, I, I don't know if anyone listening knew who knew who. Anyone knew. Uh, okay, also another thing. 
I didn't make that many mistakes today, which I was super proud of. But anyone who's just listening, I make a ton of mistakes. Nothing's written down. Um, and I do this thing at the end where I give a like new song or of the week, like a song of the week or, or what I'm listening to right now. And most of the times I forget it and then I have to edit it in or just don't edit it in later. But this one I remembered. And today is Fiona Apple. Oh my goodness. She was around when I was younger, a lot younger. I'm not trying to put an age on myself or anyone else, but Fiona Apple, phenomenal. Um, I don't want to categorize her genre as anything specific. She is wide ranging in what she has done and does, uh, but she's phenomenal. Her newest album is, uh, what, Fetch the Bolt Cutters, excuse me. It is so good. I love it. Um, it's emotional. It's it's good. It's great. I just, I enjoy it. It's so good. I haven't even finished listening to the whole album because like then I kind of like that rabbit hole effect happened and I just started listening to all her different albums and just found ones, songs that I really like. So a song that I personally really liked, uh, Criminal was her biggest one. Criminal is great. Uh, oh gosh, Paper Bag is phenomenal. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Shadow Boxer. I love Shadow Boxer. Um, uh, and she's also big into being an activist for certain things. Her new, her newest one is Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Uh, is it dedicates itself or you know ties itself into um, you know she's uh, why am I drawing a blank? Oh my goodness! Uh, oh, oh my, I, it just came back to me for a second, and it's just like in and out of my brain. Um, oh my goodness! But it's for uh, why can't I think of? goodness gracious that's so bad I was just I just watched an interview with it was so good but basically she she's an activist for certain things she raises money she does a lot of good things she's a great person um from what I've what I've seen obviously I've never met her in person and like sat down and had coffee with her but phenomenal album it's great to listen to um it has a good um it's tied in her newest album festival Balkers. it's tied into a great cause and a great purpose please all you have to do to find that cause since i'm dumb and drawing a blank on it and i apologize is all you have to do go to the album cover flip it over just flip it over if you have an album cover or cd cover or you can just look it up no doubt and it will pop up flip it over look at the image um it'll it'll show you like at the bottom it's like a dedication or a little like uh, acknowledgement land acknowledgement is what it is for indigenous the indigenous land acknowledgement um for people it's big i think it's great i think it's uh i think it's a thing that should be uh not even looked into but it should happen um you know that's kind of sharing my opinion on something that people might not share it but that's okay just listen to it uh love the music uh know that that is in there and there's a lot of serious topics um and that is one of them and, you know, just love yourself, love your neighbor, love everyone around you, and uh, hope you have a fantastic day. Check out Fiona Apple, and thank you for tuning in. This has been Processing Matt by Matt, from Matt, produced by Matt, and Anchor, I guess. Uh, thank you, Anchor. Um, and this was Purely Insane. I don't know what episode this was, but thank you for tuning in. I love you all so much, and bye-bye.